it's only a kick, a jump, a block, it's only a serve, it's only a tackle, a run, it's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. So we have the Super Bowl on Sunday. And uh, you may have people that care mostly about the game. We have mo- maybe have people who care more about the food. But there are a bunch of people who love the love commercials. commercials. So we have a bunch of these classic commercials that I'm going to play for you. I t- tried to take out the product. And if there is a product, I'm sorry. I did this morning. So um, Very quickly. It's okay. I'm going to play this one. Hello, Greg. What's up, Hello. Uh, so Hi. you're involved in this. So if you think you know the answer, uh, say your name. I'll pause it, and then you can give your guess. Uh, and then we'll continue on. Okay, so this is this is one... I feel like you all should know, but I'm going to play it first. What's in the bag? Good. Play it for it. You and me. Travis. First. Travis. Travis, you're first. It's McDonald's. Yep. Yep, Larry it is and McDonald's. Yeah, and yeah. it's the showdown between uh, Larry Bird, Bird. Larry Bird and... <laughs> by, by the way, I got McDonald's feels right. <laughs> yeah. What's in the bag? Yeah. 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 And they play horse, and it's, it's pretty yeah. great. It's so that's one of the ones. And then I'm going to play... One more for you guys uh, here, and we'll see if you get this one. It's halftime. Both teams are in their locker room discussing what they can do to win this game in the second half. It's like 2018. It's halftime in America, too. Mm. Oh, it's Clint Eastwood. Yeah, gosh. Um, And they're all wondering what they're going to do to make a comeback. And we're all scared because this isn't a game. Sliwa. I'm going to be wrong. Is it automotive? Is Chevy or? Uh... It is automotive. Yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna keep going. It's not Chevy. Okay. The people of Detroit know a little something. Ah, about Travis. Them. Yep. Greg. Okay. No, Ford. Ford. Yeah. It's actually not Ford. Ooh. No. Oh. Oh. He said, I thought he said he Detroit. Went, he, he, did did say Detroit. Detroit yeah, he did say Detroit. He did say Detroit. Not, well, they're all in another... Detroit. It just took Chevy <laughs> off the board and <laughs> yeah. took a guess. Yeah. Oh, uh, got it. Infinity. They almost lost everything. No. Is it GM? Yeah, I was gonna say you got to an American brand. Now Motor City is fighting again. All right, it's Chrysler. Uh, Chrysler. It was a Chrysler commercial from like I think like 2012, maybe 2013. Yeah, it was either then, Chrysler or Mitsubishi. <laughs> and then uh, Bill Hader spoofed it on SNL with an amazing thing because he just kept on raising Clint Eastwood's like pants higher and higher. Uh, so anyway, that's uh, another one of those classic ones. It, it stopped you in the tracks because it was like it's halftime at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Well, it's Clint Eastwood, Clint Eastwood. Yeah. right? And His it, voice. Yeah. That was. But, I think were they going for something similar? Yeah, I forget goodness. when he spoke at the convention oh, with wow. the chair. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yeah, okay. Uh, yeah. So that's All another right. classic one. I'll, I'll sprinkle some more throughout the show. I'm I like terrible at this. I am. This is a great bit. I l- really like it. I'm terrible at this. When I watch the commercials, I just remember the commercials. I have no clue what they're selling. Ever. We do this all like yeah, every once in a while. Ireland like comedy. I don't know Ireland. if this is on your list. I don't want to usurp one that you might have. But if I said thanks, Mean Joe, do you know what they were selling in that? Oh, was that the the Snickers? No, that, no. I know he no no he Snickers is wrong. <laughs> okay, well, I don't, don't, I say, it, don't say it. Don't say it because okay. it is later okay. in the show. Okay, okay. <laughs> I, I remember the commercial. Yeah. It's a, oh, it's, oh, yeah. maybe it's. I'm not going to say it, but yeah. I think I know what it is now. Yeah. But uh, you throw some to him. You give, give him like the he's walking it's Milky Way. Break oh, come on. That wasn't that, that far off. It's not milky. Oh, yeah. It's Jiffy no, that Lube. Was, that was a drink. I don't remember. Well, we'll see. I know, but we'll see. I, I don't know if I'll see it right away or, or he, uh, hear it right away. Uh, we'll see. I Super just Bowl. never remember that stuff. Sorry. No, it's okay. What else you got? 
Hi. Hi, Greg. <laughs> How are you today? Actually, well, I have one from Daniel Tapia. Yeah, exactly. Uh, DeMarco's coming up in about oh, 10 minutes or so from yeah. right now, so we'll get his Super Bowl memories. We'll talk about what's coming up uh, on Sunday with the Chiefs and the 49ers. But Rob Palenka, I think, did the right thing yesterday. That The deals that were available weren't difference-making deals, and what was available seemed to have a price that was above and beyond what the Lakers wanted for the return they were going to get. I thought he had a good line where he said, you can't buy a house that's not for sale, right? And I think that that's a really interesting way to look at it. But I want to play this for you guys, where he's talking about looking forward to what's coming up this summer. But in terms of what was available at the trade deadline, we had one first-round draft pick. It was our only sort of hook to fish with. And this summer, in June, we, at the time of the draft, will have three first-round draft picks to look for deals, which I think will really unlock an access to potentially a greater or bigger swing. And we didn't want to shoot a small you know, bullet now that would only lead to very marginal improvement at the expense of making a much bigger and more impactful movement um, potentially in June and July. Sounds responsible. Sounds like an executive that is, okay, I'm not going to just do something just to do something. I, I like what he's saying. I like the example of is it going to be a big change for us to lose these assets that we have and we feel like it's going to be the same result when the dust settles? Leads me with two questions. Um, what does that mean for the rest of this season? And basically what you just told everybody is you're going to swing three first-round picks this upcoming summer to co- try to go make some type of a blockbuster move. So is, that, is that what you heard? That's what I take it as. Okay. I mean, if, if you're saying... if, if it, you meant first there were some articles that came out before basically saying this is what the Lakers have the potential to do this summer and then they associated Donovan Mitchell and Trey Young as two examples. Oh god. But they kept talking about the three well, first round picks. They kept talking about the three first round picks. He reiterated it yesterday. I took away you're putting a tremendous amount of pressure on yourself that this offseason you're going to go make a big move. Because he keeps, this is reiterating of kind of why they didn't make a move now. Let's have more assets so we can go make a big move this summer. Those are the only two guys, basically, you can think of. That would be Donovan Mitchell or Trey Young. Today. Today, as of right now, it could change. change. Sure, there could be somebody else out there who knows who it's going to be. But Donovan Mitchell, most likely going to New York. He's from New York. He's been saying for the last four years he's going to New York, or how many years it's been. So that just seems like the obvious landing spot for him. Um Trey Young, sure, maybe that's something that's going to work, but I just don't he know loves if Trey Young does three first round picks and run for Austin, the hills. Ri- Austin, yes, you okay? Run, run for, for the, the hills, hills on Trey Young, and also is it and three first round picks and Austin Reeves? Other people are not to going more. to. It's, it's going to have to be more, more. Yeah, right? Because you're going to need to match salaries too, right? So maybe it's going to be somebody like I, I think it's interesting that you guys immediately jump to here. I got more money to spend, so I'm all going to go spend it on one guy. Right, because that's well, not you what have I to heard. plan for the future. No, no, I, I understand, but I think that if you take all of the things that have happened in the last, call it three or four weeks, LeBron's hourglass plus the 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 lack of action at the trade deadline plus with we have more, you know, uh, capital whether it's draft capital, salary cap capital, LeBron may or may not be here capital. I think it's very likely that he is, but at least it's an option. Sure, that they're set up to have 
choices. Not not decisions, I think, almost is a a negative association. They have choices. We can go spend all of this on one thing. We can go buy two smaller things. We can draft. We'll see. Look, they could theorize, and I know that this year's draft is kind of garbage, at least for the people that study these things, but they could have high draft picks in the in the upcoming years. We, we don't know. It gives them optionality. I don't think it paints them into a corner. I don't think that they this, this was a, okay, we have this, because I think for the first time since LeBron James has been here, they at least split the thing in half. That Before, it was always... LeBron wants it. We're going to do it. We got to maximize the LeBron time. We got to try to win a championship with LeBron. And I think up until about now, that was probably the right thing to do. But right now, year 22 is on the horizon. Mm-hmm. 40 years old is on the horizon. That the 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 ability to impact the game we've already seen has started to wane on a consistent basis. On any given night, sure. But you Man. you have to start to make some decisions for beyond number 23. You have to. You but have what, to. What makes you think that what I laid out does not accomplish that goal? Because I don't think they're going to go get a – if they're going to go use three first-round picks and they're going to go use assets, yeah. I don't think they're doing that just to accommodate LeBron James. I think they're accommodating the future with Anthony Davis, plus we still have LeBron James. That's exactly what it is. I, I don't think – I think the world of LeBron saying, go get Russell Westbrook – as an example, I think those days are over, mm-hmm. but I still think they can both accomplish what they're looking for. Braun's not trying to, hey, I just want to play and wear a Laker jersey and right. call it a day. Right. And the Lakers are also not trying to, hey, do you want to do a retirement tour? Like, right. I, I don't think, I, I, I think that I, marriage still can be, they're still connected, both sides still accomplishing what they want to accomplish. Sure, but you're leaving out the thing that I think is the most important part. If LeBron James is on the team, he's the center of your universe, mm-hmm. and he always will be, whether he's your best player, your second best player, or complimentary player. Yeah, I agree with that. And if he's the sun in your solar system, mm-hmm. everything runs through him. Every decision runs through him. Every pick runs through him. Is Every trade, trade deadline an example that I, maybe not? That, that's what I'm getting at, as I think for the first time that maybe is less true than it was before. I don't think it's that, okay, we don't care anymore. It's not mm-hmm. that, but if we were a hundred, zero to 100, they were at 100. I think now this thing is swung back to 75 75 but it's not 100 anymore and if he's still here and he wants one and you want the other i think for the first time ever we're having a discussion but if he's here there is there is no well he'll just be a part of this he is the this that's what this is. I hold, hold on one second, Greg, because you're going to love this. You ready? You know, yeah. seriously, okay. you're going to love what I'm about to tell you. Okay, I think I know. You I ready? Know yeah. UCLA's Chip Kelly is expected I to become the new offensive coordinator at Ohio mm. State, per uh, sources. Buckeyes head coach Ryan Day played for Kelly at the University of New Hampshire Amazing. and later coached with him at three stops. So the UCLA coaching job, according to Bruce Feldman and The Athletic, is now open. It's available. Chip Kelly the OC at Ohio State. There's so many things that go here. It's amazing. First of all, Chip Kelly Almost is leaving like a head. This was going to break. Just yeah, I knew it was there. I actually saw it, and I was <laughs> passing it around to people. But this, what it says about UCLA is a lot, actually. A ton. So Chip Kelly, none of it good. <laughs> went from a head coach in the Big Big Ten 
to an assist uh, to offensive coordinator in the Big Ten. Right. So. What does that say about what's going on at UCLA? First nothing of all, good. N- nothing good. No NIL. <laughs> but, but also, this is a, a, a complete mistake by Martin Jarman because he completely screwed everything up earlier in the season. Fire him at the end of the season. They, no, they should have fired him before the USC game, and they decided fine. not to. Fine. Then USC. Then you boat race USC, and they're like, oh, everything's fine. And now it's February, and you don't have a head coach. <laughs> and the the, the wow. ones that you would want have jobs. Of course. They're all no over red, the Greg. place. What? I'm sorry? Your face is all red. Your veins are I'm wearing a sweatshirt. And the only thing you cared it's amazing, about, and the only thing you cared about at UCLA was their defense and their great and he's defensive gone. coordinator. He, and he went across the street to the University of Southern California. He maybe would have stayed. He maybe would have had been the head coach. Who cares? Yeah. Like we are yeah. getting a coordinator at, you for no get reason anyway. Someone I don't know. Maybe an NFL coach that didn't get a job this past. Hey, year. give me Pete Carroll. Vrabel? I'm all in. Pete Vrabel? Carroll? Vrabel, Pete Carroll, sure. Oh, I don't I care know. who it is. The, the, I would take one of those. Those are interesting ideas, sure. And if they get and in one not of those happen. guys, of course not. Why so, are they going to come to UCLA? Well, hold, hold on a second. Maybe they, Saban will leave his uh-huh. gig with ESPN he's that he on just that signed. He is. I think, by the way, Pete Carroll is actually a real thing that could happen. Maybe. Not a chance. Reti- sure. No, no. A retirement tour. He's already in his 60s. He's not going to be a head coach in the NFL again. in 70s, whatever it is. He could get a better job than that. That's why. Yeah. He could get a much better job than that. Of course he can. That's why he's not but taking he, it. But this place, like, you go back home to Southern no, California and credit, hang out. His credit was hit with a recent credit card he opened. Here's, here's what this is, and it's just shockingly awful for UCLA. Take, take Chip Kelly, good coach, bad coach at UCLA. Put, put it aside. Head coach that has not been canned to go take coordinator job in the same league, it makes him look so is bad. Ridic- ridiculous, and and the crazy thing is, everybody's looking at the front going, "OC is probably a better job." The, well, it's Ohio from, State. It, it, that's what I'm. It's Ohio State, but it's also a reflection on how that job UCLA. is valued yep. in the coaching community. I can't deny that at all. It's ridiculous that you go to an OC job from a head coaching had job in the, the same conference. Had he gone to the OC job at the Kansas City Chiefs? Okay. Sure. Eh, NFL. Yeah. <laughs> same conference. They play each other in 2025, so we'll see. Maybe uh, should have came to San Diego State. We I'm glad he's gone. Coordinator. <laughs> Either way, I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> the Super Bowl champ, DeMarco Farr, joins us next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, this is ESPN's Mike Greenberg, and ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today, and new users get $100 in bonus bets for making any sports book bet. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Always good the uh, couple of days before the Super Bowl to have a Super Bowl champ on. We're joined by pal, Super Bowl champion, part of the Rams broadcast team, DeMarco Farr, joining uh, us right also now. Also in a Nelly video, Dan. And in a Nelly video. Yes, I always forget that point. Video. Yes, I will never live that down. Oh, my God, I just heard about the Chip Kelly news. How about that? that? Crazy. 
Oh my God! I heard like that, Mister T from Rocky Three. Getting out while you can. Wow! Don't give that sucker no statue. Give him good. What, what does on. it tell you about the status of the UCLA football program? That I'd rather be the coordinator over there than the head coach over here. Uh, for me, it makes me happy. Worse than you, Doug. Yes, because <laughs> like uh, we lost our guy to Alabama. Understandable, right? Arizona's mad at us because we took their guy. Great. Now you see, like you're leaving for a coordinating job. <laughs> oh yeah, I don't want to hear anything from Bruin fans ever again, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> All right, um, you're not going to let Sedano do that to you, are you? Oh my God, dog! Go I'm so mad right now. I am. I do. He is my new Draymond Green. I love the guy. Really, I can kick him in the plums. I can call him the B word, but I still love him. <laughs> I will never lose to him again in pickleball. Oh yeah, he's yeah, got that right. faith. That faith, like I beat you. I know it hurts, but I'm not going to acknowledge. I cannot wait to see him again on the court. <laughs> so, who's going to be your partner in our event? Do you know for sure? Because I know you were dissatisfied know. I last time. Greg. I don't know. I mean, I, I I think all the shows are pairing up, right? You and Slee are going at it, yep. right? Yeah. No. Yes, we're okay. we're together. So I got to figure out who's left, but uh, whoever it is, uh, got to be serious. Talk to your boy, Kirk. Tell him to get in shape. Let's go again. <laughs> yeah, you were like, uh, it was like Hell Week, Navy Seals, however you want to describe it. You were taking that very serious last year, uh, DeMarco. I don't like to lose yeah. in anything. I do not. I just can't stand. I can't stand losing, period. I can't stand losing to people like George, who give you that look. So it's all on for on out. Okay, DeMarco, you know, obviously the, the game on Sunday, can can we get a little, uh, what, what, what are you thinking here? What, what? Not just a prediction, but um, some things that stand out to you most uh, for the game on Sunday. I think Mahomes is going to have to win ugly. I think he's going to have to win low scoring. I think he's going to have to do it in like record time. I don't think he's going to have a lot of time, time of possession. I really don't. Uh, if Sandy's smart, um, this game turns into Christian McCaffrey versus Steve Spagnuolo. Can he get enough guys to the ball uh, to the ball to trap him? And can McCaffrey get out and control the game? And if I'm, if I'm Shanny, um, I would say this. I don't trust Purdy until I have to. I want that kid chomping at the bit in the fourth quarter. If you're playing well, if you're running my offense, if you're executing perfectly, if your completion percentage is like 75-plus, I may turn you loose in the fourth quarter to close it out. But if you're chasing points in the fourth quarter, if you've turned it over, if you've messed it up on third down, and it becomes a quarterback battle, forget it. Get ready for Taylor Swift because that's all you're going to see from the <laughs> Well, I think we're gonna. That's all we're gonna see, regardless of what yeah, happens. Yeah, but that's, that's a topic for a, another day. So take take me through it, right? These guys haven't played a game for two weeks. We're a couple of days out. Mm-hmm. You went through the same process. What 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 is it like with knowing that you still got to get through basically two more full two and a half days or so before you can go play football for the first time in a couple of weeks? Like, where's your body? Where's your mind? What's going through these guys' heads right now? Weird. I was just explaining this to to my daughter and my wife. I actually watched the halftime show from our Super Bowl in 99, uh, Super Bowl 34. I had never seen it. I had no idea who was there. I was reading a list online about the worst Super Bowls, halftime shows, and the best or whatever. And I'm like, I've never seen that one. So we were watching. So I'm explaining to my daughter when Phil Collins is singing, looking like somebody's stepdad um, with with cargo pants, um, like a normal halftime, we'd be playing again. But there's like Tony Braxton hadn't even come in. There's 20 more minutes of this, so it was hell in that locker room. But we were lucky. We were one week from the NFC Championship mm. to Super Bowl. It was that new schedule. So 
it was great for us. But those that last night was rough, man. It really was. You go through practice, you do everything you can to distract yourself from the game and try not to make uh, too much of it. But every time you hit the lobby floor of, of, the, of the hotel you're in, you see velvet ropes, and there's people looking at you, like ushering you through, and it's just weird. So that last 24 hours is strange. But as soon as you see the first kickoff, it's back to playing football again. Best team win on game day. DeMarco Farr taking some time to join us here on the uh, Travis and Sleva Show. DeMarco, let, let me just play this one out. Let's pretend that the Kansas City Chiefs win the game, that Patrick Mahomes is Patrick Mahomes. Um, he gets his third Super Bowl at, what is he, 27 years old, 28 years old, however old he is. Um, what, what, what do you start kind of looking at this quarterback and what his potential over the next 10 years of sitting in this spot? Maybe this is one of the more least talented teams that he's had, at least on the offensive end. The defense has been good. How, how do, do, Does your perception change? Does it just become greater? What happens if Mahomes does it? Okay, we're – Tuesday, I'm going to sit down with, with uh, James Shaq Harris, like the first black quarterback in L.A., and then I'm going to talk to him about Patrick Mahomes being in the Super Bowl, and it's just so wild how that comes full circle. But I would say this. If Mahomes wins again, he will have the chance to be the greatest quarterback in football history, period, end of story, if he doesn't screw it up going forward. And there's a lot left. He's young. He's got a lot of living to do. Um, going through the 30s is going to be different than it is right now, but uh, he's hot. Uh, he, he is ready for greatness. And this is what I mean, win ugly. San Francisco's defense is legit. They're going to put him in some situations where he's got to be special to win that football game. He did that on the road twice. Uh, he was better than what the defense was giving. So San Fran is unforgiving. So he's going to have those moments. If he wins this, he'll have an opportunity, like I said, to to be that guy at the top of the mountaintop. But the next 10 years will decide that. But right now, I think he'll put himself in position to be right next to Tom Brady as the greatest living quarterback. All right, I want to go back to Super Bowl 34, the, the one where you were a Super Bowl champion. Your team, the St. Louis Rams, win 23-16 to against the Tennessee Titans. What's going through your mind as Kevin Dyson is running for the goal line on the final play of the game? I can't say that on the radio. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, really, but I, seriously, I'll tell you what. This is what I was thinking, right? So it got tight, and when you're on defense and you're looking on the sideline, and Torrey Holt not getting into the Hall of Fame really sucks. Ridiculous. Uh, but I've got some great teammates. Isaac Bruce, Marshall Falk, uh, Orlando Pace, Kurt Warner, all these guys, Dick Vermeil. You know, they're all on the sidelines staring at us <laughs> to make the play. The greatest show, they're staring at us hoping we make a play. That was far more pressure than anything the Titans were throwing at us. If we mess this up, if we screw this up, if we blow this for this for this group of guys, we'll never live it down. So my first thought was, let me try to get Aaron McNair on the ground, which was almost impossible that day. <laughs> right. uh, if we can get him on the ground, stop him from scrambling, we can win this football game. When he threw that thing, Travis and Slee, when he let that thing go, I breathed a sigh of relief. Good. It's somebody else's problem. I hope they make a tackle behind me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> so okay, so, I, I I know I'm over, M, but give me give me a little a little bit of time here. In the open field like that, Kevin Dyson running, Mike Jones makes the tackle. If you run that exact same scenario a hundred times, how many times does he get into the end zone? Because I've watched it a th- it just feels like that tackle doesn't tackle get nearly the trader. But in, in an open field to get him down right before the goal line like that, does that happen? 
30 times out of 100? 40 times out of 100? What is it? I'll say, I'll say this. I'll say 50-50. It's okay. 50-50 where he breaks that tackle. Even Mike says that. That backhand that caught the thigh that brought the guy down that knocked him off balance. Uh, sometimes that guy will step through that and high step into the end zone or you'll just flat out miss. So I'll go 50-50 because I trust my guy. But even with that, think about that. He nailed it on the first try. Yep. <laughs> that was awesome. The only one that mattered. Right. <laughs> DeMarco Farr is a Super Bowl champion. It's good to hear your voice as always. We'll Thank see you, you at uh, Pickleball if not sooner. Okay, man. Tell George I'm gunning for him. <laughs> I think he knows. He Now he knows for sure. Thanks, DeMarco. It is a Bud Light Football Friday on 710 as we get you pumped for Super Bowl weekend. This weekend, be sure to crack open a Bud Light. Bud Light, easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Pick up Bud Light at your local convenience store today for Super Bowl Sunday. Bud Light Football Friday all day long on 710 ESPN. It is fact or cap time, Slee. That's coming up next. It's Travis Slee, 710 ESPN. Is your vehicle ready? Is it due for service? Is it ready for general maintenance? Is it time to get those wipers replaced? thought we were going to get that sound. (laughs) If it is, head into your neighborhood. That's the one. Head into your neighborhood. Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Home of the 15-minute drive-through oil change. For over 30 years, Valvoline has provided quick and convenient automotive maintenance services for busy people just like you and me. You don't have to get in the car and sit around and wait and think about when it's going to be done. Not at Valvoline. (laughs) At Valvoline, you stay in your car safe and relaxed while the expert technicians make sure that your ride is at its best. And they're going to place those wiper blades as well. Oil changes, tire rotations, transmission care, and more. Just pull up, drive in, and drive out in about 15 minutes. There are over 80 locations ready to help you get your ride ready for the road in no time. So visit SoCalOilChange.com for locations and game-winning coupons off of your next Valvoline Instant Oil Change. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And... Boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Hey guys, so I'm going to get right into it. So over the weekend, the Grammys on Sunday, um, in the middle of the show, they went to YouTube performing at the Sphere. So like, oh, now we're going to go to YouTube performing at the Sphere. Take it away, guys. And they performed for like five minutes and then went back to the regularly scheduled programming. It made me and my two favorite podcast hosts thinking about something. So remember when we all got U2's album on our phones? <laughs> I do. Randomly? Yeah. Uh, so again, this is a very specific thing to my generation, okay? I'm going to play this clip from this podcast. It's called... Um, Connor and Brooke do a podcast. All right, so uh, here's their clip. Can we be released from the grasp of you two and whatever 
contract they signed, they weren't even there. We watched like a five-minute video of you two performing at the freaking Sphere in Vegas. Stop with you two. They must have a contract with like with like God? the government. <laughs> Where is the U2 community begging for this? I, I don't know them. I haven't seen them. Do they exist? I don't think so. Also, also go see U2 if you want to see U2. The rest of us are okay. So I think I do like a, one song by them. Yeah, yeah, there's that one that's kind of a hit. Which one are you thinking of? With uh, without, without you, you. without you. All right, so that's the this part of this clip. I know this is my generation talking about this, but it feels like I agree with them that you two has been forced down my generation's throat for a long time. I don't mind you two; they are fine. But I feel like it's all over the place all the time. So you two has been forced on us against our will. I have never encountered you two because I wanted to. Travis Fettercap. Ah, uh, cap. <laughs> Just straightforward, <laughs> yeah. make it easy. Yeah, it's it's you can you, you have a volume button, you have a channel changer, you can turn they it whenever you like. They forced it on our phones. So delete they it and it keep it moving. Yeah. <laughs> turn the channel. I have never counted you two because I wanted to. Well, that's fine. Uh, that could be for you, but yeah. uh, you could just flip it. You're good. It's cap. Uh, it's 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 cap for me too. I mean, I. I'm not a big U2 fan. I'm indifferent. Yeah. I'm indifferent. About I like them, some of their songs. Right down the middle, some good, yeah. some I don't right. really care about. They're all over the place. Well, but uh, it's the stuff that you're looking at. Just change it. <laughs> I, don't, I don't. I don't know why we get upset about things like yeah. this. Like, well, that's because nothing... we have a radio station to get upset about things. <laughs> no, no, fair, fair. But I would say for the most part, like I don't. I just. I don't have a feeling about U2, and it's not being forced down my throat. This is my Chip Kelly. Okay, <laughs> Alan. <laughs> Then you say it. Go ahead. Fact. I'm changing okay. just so, for that. So we do have a choice, 100%. But I lean more towards fact. Yeah, I don't have to click on it. And everyone who had iTunes, the millions of people that had it on, there were a lot of times where it would just start when I got in my car. <laughs> that but On shuffle. And there's YouTube. Was, and, it never and, asked here, for and here's the funny thing. I actually, it kind of introduced, I'm like, oh, okay, this isn't bad. I started this, but the question the problem of- problem is that album that's what the, sucked. The, well, the, but, <laughs> but that's the, what they wanted. But that, the question was, was it forced upon you? Well, I didn't go out and, and put it on my iTunes. I don't have a problem with it, but I lean towards her that there weren't other artists that were forced on me. I do feel like that was kind of forced on me. They have a contract with me. God or the government that is <laughs> yeah. forcing all the I, I do like thinking that somehow the government has signed <laughs> you two to a contract. Like, That's pretty funny. Uh, Jorge? I'm with the guys. Cap on this one. You, I don't listen to it. I don't. I can't even name you a U2 song, to be honest with you. So I, I don't. See, with or without so it has been forced against it. you against your will. No, because I never clicked on it. I never took <laughs> the time to listen to it. But you know that you two exist. Well, you just reminded <laughs> sure. me. You just reminded me that I mean, it was I know a lot of things exist that I don't consume. Look, I don't listen to Rush very often, but I know they yeah, exist. Sure. <laughs> They've been forced upon you. You're not you. a big Getty Lee guy. Berman. I mean, they're fine. <laughs> like, I, like Tom, I like Tom Sawyer. Like, it's a good Me song. Me and the U2 yeah, truthers right. can oh, leave. It's a good song. Um, all right. So, next thing. So, um, I know America's a band. For the final. Bread. So, the British Vogue's editor in chief, Edward Enifil, had his final um, Vogue cover. Uh, for his last issue, come out this past weekend. And it includes 40 women that are. Some of the hardest 40 people to get in one single room at the same time. So I sent you guys this photo. This is not Photoshopped. This is not AI. 
all of these 40 women were in one room together at the exact same time in New York. Hmm. Isn't that insane to think about? Wow. That these, it's it's Oprah, it's Jane Fonda, it's um, it's uh, Dua Lipa. I think Kardashian's it's, on there, Serena's on there, yeah. uh, Miley mm-hmm. Cyrus is in there. So it's all these things to honor this editor-in-chief that at one point in time has put these women on the cover of British Vogue. So anyway, this is... That's the context for why I'm asking this. You don't remember the last time you planned something where 40 people were in one place at one time. <laughs> Berg, factor cap. Well, does does the remote at the central <laughs> nope, make so personal, loud? Personal, personal life. That, that, that counts. counts. I mean, we planned it. Granted, was, you had the power like of a, people a radio okay, station. Yeah. But also, it's okay. You did not personally invite 40 right. people to- I mean, on the radio right. we did. Uh, but no, you're right. Uh, God, 40 people. Do I have 40 friends? I don't think so. Especially See, that's that. also the point. Yeah. Uh, no, uh, fact. Yeah. I don't remember the last time. I specifically, actually, I probably have never specifically put 40 people in a room at the same time. Al? Fact. And even if I was part of an, I think I told you guys my 21st birthday, somebody threw a surprise birthday, all this. Okay. And we definitely had probably 40 people around there. I didn't have, I had nothing to do with it. Like if I actually had to coordinate that. Yeah. Say, hey, you have to be here at this time, this hotel room and this, all this. That's things. not good. That's not happening. Um, that's, I thought 100% when you sent us the photo, I'm like, okay, yeah, they obviously just put Me too. Yeah, just photoshopped all these women together. The yeah. fact that it's that that type of power and the guy I'm in the same room, if you told me to go grab 40 people outside and take a picture, I'd 15 people are like, all right, yeah, I'm, no, I'm, I'm, away. I'm going away. Yeah. yeah. All right, Jeff? The number that you picked is is interesting. So it's I, I don't think I've had I know for a fact I've had thirty. 30. Okay, that's what I was yeah, say, the, yeah, but yeah. but ten more is a lot more to try to impressive. to try to get them done. But Thanksgivings and Christmases and things like that, yeah, there there's been big groups like that. But forty's a really big number. So <laughs> I think it's cap for me. But I've gotten uh, fact adjacent. And fact it's adjacent. like okay, your your so family you members remember. are not Oprah. <laughs> Dude, no, 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 no. Of course not. I mean, that, that <laughs> is that is crazy. The question was so cool. 40 people. So. No, 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 no. I know. No, I the just, question just, was yeah, you yeah. two. And if. Um, all Force right. down your throat. So last one that I'm going to give you guys. So um, last night, the Kings hosted the Pistons. I'm sorry. Other way around. Yes. Sacramento Kings hosted the Pistons. Right. Okay. And when they were doing their lineup on the screen, the Kings showed on the screen over and over again the Ayuk catch that came off of the lion's head. And they played Eminem's Lose Yourself over and over again while these were being introduced. <laughs> so them. this is a good troll. Al, Petra Cap. I don't really care for the trolls. I, I, I don't really pay too much attention to them. Here's the, I'm, I'll go Cap on this one. Here's the only reason why. The Pistons are so bad. Like, I almost feel bad for the Pistons. Like, if you're going to take shots, can you take shots at, like, the franchises that are actually good, impressive, that it holds some weight to? The Pistons are like, why are we getting shots at? Are we throwing shots at us? We weren't in that game. We already had a losing streak this year of almost 30 games. I go cap <laughs> on this one. Uh, Trev? Uh, it... <laughs> Fact, it's a great, great, great troll job, but I've got one nitpick on it. I think okay. it, it should be Golden State. Yes. Yes. That was where I was going to yes. go. Yes. That's where I was going to go. That's exactly right. Like Sacramento and the Bay Area it's are not. It, it's no, like it's if like San Diego no, no, and LA, no, it's, no, no, they're yeah, not no. the That's same. They're out. different communities. Sacramento is its own place with its own fans. It's not just because it's kind of sort of up there. It's, well, it's it the wrong. Well, technically be close to Santa Clara, but who cares? I, I, I yeah. love the I love the video. I love the music. I love everything about it. It's just the 
Kings were the wrong team to do it. Mm. You're right. Well, but what what is your football team in Sacramento? They don't have one. That's no, why they, I know. But like, who do they root for? Do they root for the Rams? I would assume it's kind of an. It's Raiders, probably mostly they, Niners and Raiders. I'm assuming okay, that's. So the Niners. The but it's not yeah. San Francisco. It's not even the Bay Area. It's Sacramento. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not it's the wrong city. I, mean, I agree with you. I'm just saying, like, they're most likely going to be fans of the it's Niners. It's Sacramento. Mr. Berg, Again, what do you think? I agree with you. We have two teams uh, here, so it's like, mm, I, look, <laughs> look. <laughs> I, I see you. Okay, I'm going to go with, with uh, Travis's way of saying it. I'm, I'm fact adjacent. I, I love the video and the music. Just, yeah. They should have sent troll. it. They should have sent it to the Warriors. Here, <laughs> Warriors play this at your game. The Warriors so. were not going to do it though. So, but I, I actually like the troll. I like when other teams troll and, other teams. And Slee, yeah, you're a fan of video boards trolling, Love, right? Yeah, big fan of that. <laughs> Why um, are you so like anti troll? P- Pistons. We get trolled all day online. Pistons won the game. Ireland yeah. sent me the text that actually Detroit won the game in Sacramento. <laughs> Which is even Good better. for them. This is this is it's true. The, the Jaden Ivey had a big game. The troll thing I'm not crazy about. You're right, but I also also don't like the Padres trolling the Dodgers. Like that doesn't make any sense to me at all. Well, they're one not franchise rivals. over yeah, the I guess other. It works, but still, no, they are rivals. No, no, on not, not for the Dodgers. No, for the Padres, <laughs> yeah. they are one hundred percent rivals. Yeah. yeah, it's harmless. It's fun. I'm still right. angry about. If Chip it Kelly. were a middle finger, it's a that's good point bad. on the Sacramento. And, it's, the, that's, it's, and that's I do realize the irony of what I'm saying about you too, because Taylor Swift people feel that she has been forced upon people. So oh, yes, never. I do understand your point, and I am a hypocritical. So that's where I'm ending. <laughs> Who isn't? Who is like hip, hypocrite? Hip, oh my gosh! I knew I just tied my brain into a knot. Hypocrisy is yeah. what I was going for, which my brain would not process for half a second. Hypocrisy is what makes life a good time. Yes. Pick one thing and then pick against Get it. Get you two Who off my no? phone. Get you two off your phone. Rams got this close to winning a whole bunch of awards. Instead, they got zero. That's next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. All right, BB Go fifth row Fridays are back on Mason and Ireland. Today is a day that 
They're going to do their pop quiz. You could be sitting fifth row at the Lakers versus Washington game on February 29th. Thanks, of course, to Bibigo, the official game day snack of the Los Angeles Lakers. I love that promotion so much. It's Great. so fun. The people that call in, it's amazing, too. Like, they're either the first one that get it, or it's like the 17th person that gets it. <laughs> well, it moves the, all well, around. Think of the prize. To, That's big time. Huge. Fifth row at a Lakers game. It's one of the best things that we give, if not the best thing we give away on the station. It's almost 12 o'clock, so I know why I'm saying what I'm about to say. But when you start saying, I love this promotion, you know what I, my brain just went to right away? Bibigo. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, I could eat too. Yeah, 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 that sounds really good. That sounds good. We got the dumplings. We got the orange chicken. Like, let's go. Bibigo's, Bring that in here. It's, uh, it's a go-to. When it sits in the freezer, it's like, ah, perfect. There was a Bibigo in the uh, 710 suite last night. Oh, very nice. Oh, so good. Because a lot of times, like, that frozen food can, like, no, feel like just kind it. of like a last resort. Like, something you don't crave. Something like, okay, it's just Look, convenient that it's there. But Bibigo is something that you're like, I often crave it. I'm like, I need to go make some of this. It, yes. That's a perfect description. The thing in the freezer is almost always the only option. So you just yeah. you heat it up and you eat it and whatever. Mm-hmm. BB goes the only thing you open the freezer for and you're like, I want that. That's yeah. my first choice, not just the, oh, is that a freezer burn chicken breast? No, okay, I'll throw in this other thing. It's not that. It's a staple in my, my freezer. There's not a lot in my freezer. CJ Stroud <laughs> got 48 of 50 first place votes and two second place votes. Puka Nakua got the remaining other two first place but mm-hmm. feels right it's he's a he was a quarterback that took a team that won three games last year and right with a rookie him, head coach with a rookie head coach and took him to the playoffs i won a playoff game yeah i also i i don't think there's any question he obviously deserves it puka had such an incredible rookie year i records. also i also wouldn't be surprised if it was he got 10 votes Right, like sure. I, I think that you can't. I would have you been know surprised who's if you got win that it. many. That's twenty percent. You know who's going to win it, but I don't mind also giving representation to somebody that had an incredible, incredible rookie season on a team that was really good as well and had injuries too. I mean, there was Tank Dell, who was a massive part of their offense, and he got injured right before the end of the season. I, I don't, and this is not directed at either of you guys. I don't sure think any of us understand how complicated it is to play quarterback. I, just the the level of complexity that goes into playing that position in that league and which, doing with it that well, much inexperience, exactly. Mm-hmm. So the reason Matthew Stafford is one of the best in the business, the reason that Mahomes and you know t- take your pick, go down the line, is that they've been playing in the league a while. Like I've, there's not too much you can throw at me that I haven't yeah. seen. Yeah. I know what it is. But when you get a guy that has n- literally, like even Jordan Love, who hadn't played a lot, been in the league, he'd seen it. They'd been in film sessions, NFL for years, playing behind a. You know, Right. Mm-hmm. This guy, it's like, okay, you come out of house. All right, you're our guy. Go do it. And he did it. I, it's it's, no, it's a no-brainer. That's a good sell. And, and that's one of the toughest things, I think, in the NFL is these quarterbacks that get drafted and they're thrown into the fire right out of the mix. And there isn't this, can we give this guy a year? Can we give him two years? And, and some Go teams, look at Bryce Young. Some teams right. have, the, um, they have the luxury of doing it. Other teams, there's just so much pressure. It's like, no, we need this guy to be our savior, and that's what they have. I'm taking nothing away from Puka here, and I'm also taking nothing away from Kobe Turner, who finished Great second year. in in the defensive uh, defensive rookie of the year. Will Anderson, also from the Texans, won that. Not a bad choice. Both Nakua and Turner 
had guys that were helping them get to a place that not that it makes it easy, but makes it easy. Matthew Stafford's throwing the ball. Right. You better put up numbers. Look, mm-hmm. go ask Calvin Johnson. Go ask Cooper Cup. If he's in the building, you're going to get a lot of balls thrown your way yeah. because he's that guy. Aaron Donald gets triple teamed like 49,000 sure. times sure. a season. Yeah. That means you're going to have a whole bunch of one-on-ones and an opportunity and to go sack takes the quarterback. A great player yes. to get that sack. 100%. And to get these, you know, he beat, I believe, Aaron Donald, he had more sacks in his rookie year than Aaron Donald did. So you that know is who wasn't playing next to Aaron Donald that year? Aaron, Aaron Donald. Think about this. Think about the, if I'd have told you before the year started that there's going to be some rookie of the year candidates and the Rams have a couple that are in the conversation. And it wasn't their first pick in the draft how that they picked. How Steve impressive Avila is that? Was. I mean, think about how impressive that is, to have names that are associated with the Rams uh, for these types of awards. So, uh, among other uh, NFL awards that it, were Trent. passed out yesterday, um, former Super Bowl winning quarterback Joe Flacco was named the Comeback Player of the Year. Okay, first of all, this it just really angers me. I'm on the level of M was. We got Flacco on the line right now. Okay. Joe! Okay, so... He had a great year when he came in at, in week like eleven. Whenever he it was came. when they played the Rams. the Rams, yeah, yeah. yeah it was, he came in late into the year. Yeah, can we just stop for one second and realize what this this award is? It's the comeback player of the year. Demar Hamlin had most of the first the uh, first pick, most first place votes. He came back from the dead. He legitimately was a dead for nine minutes and came back and played in the in the playoffs. That's a good case. Okay. So, so DeMar Hamlin plays. What comes to your mind this year? So, oh, oh, that he played. Uh, that he played. P-L-A-Y-E-D. Played Not P-L-A-Y-S. No, P-L-A-Y-E-D. Well, Emily, Emily, what's he the play? Because I, I think I back. know what you're it was referring the, to. It was the bad fake punt in the last game that the Bills played. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. But, okay, DeMar Hamlin got recognized at last year's NFL Honors. Okay, okay. He, so he got recognized at last year's NFL mm-hmm. Honors. I'm just saying. Yeah, Greg. No, no. He came back from the dead. Right. I understand mm-hmm. what yeah. you're saying. You, it's you a powerful are, argument. I, no. <laughs> I don't care argument. what you did. He could have Joe Flacco could have had the most amazing year ever and, and played from the week 1 to week 17. He didn't come back from the dead like DeMar Hamlin. He came back that, from the dead of his career. No, well, yeah, he was sitting on the couch, sure, but he could have exactly. gone at any time. Doesn't matter. He came back from dying. Demar okay. Hamlin. He should have been. Fantastic, Greg. Here's no. what I take out of this. Emily hates Demar Hamlin. Yeah, that's what it sounds that's, like. That's yeah, all. That, I'm, that's all. I'm taking spread out of that this. around. That I hate Demar Hamlin no, no, so we, much. No, we, nobody thinks that you hate Demar Hamlin. I kind of do after <laughs> listening to that. Like, if also, somebody, don't like Joe Flacco. I just think that he is deserving of that award. Who cares? I'm, no, I seriously. <laughs> exactly. Who cares? You're the one who brought up the player, comeback player of the year. I just think that a guy coming back from the dead and playing football the next year and playing in play- playoffs I'm with you. deserves it. That's Se- it. Seems That's like it. a pretty good deal. It seems like a pretty good deal. All right, Lakers did nothing. Now what? It's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN.